The message of that song, honestly, is that God's character doesn't change, even though literally everything else around us might change. There's only one thing that is unchanging, and that's God. Hey community, in today's episode, I had the chance to sit down and talk with Abby Parker from the band I Am They. It was awesome to hear about how the band started. We also talked about their latest album, Faithful God, talked about songs on the album, what it was like to record in quarantine, and a lot more. Make sure you check out the album, Faithful God, wherever you stream your music. You can get master tracks on loopcommunity.com. Enjoy the interview. Hello. Good morning. How's it going? Good. I'm Derek. Hey, Abby. Nice to meet you. Abby, nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here this morning. Yeah. Or where are you joining us from? I am in Nashville. Nashville. Nice. Yeah, how about you? Chicago, just north of downtown. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm from Illinois. I'm from Peoria. Oh, cool. How long have you lived in Nashville? About five years. Five years? Nice. I go to Nashville a lot. Nice. Oh, man. I think it's probably the place I have eaten at more places than anywhere but Chicago. So (laughs) lots of good food. Oh, my gosh. They're both amazing food towns. For sure. For sure. Well, welcome. Just wanted to get to talk to you and just learn more about the band and your latest album and just hear more about I Am They and everything that you guys are doing because we love it and we love having your tracks on Loop Community. So for those watching that don't know, you can get the master tracks for I Am They's songs to lead at your church. So make sure you check those out. But just to get started, can you share some of your story with us and just how the band started? Yeah, we just celebrated actually our 12-year anniversary of being somewhat of a band. So the band started in Carson City, Nevada um, in 2008, and they came together for one like community worship night as like a Halloween alternative. So it was on Halloween night. And basically there there aren't a ton of churches in that area of Nevada. And so in order to make one worship team, they had to recruit people from five different churches um, just to create one band essentially to put this night on. And that kind of set the stage for what I and they wanted to be in the future. Anyway, it's like bringing people from all different denominations together in one place, just unified in the pursuit of worship. That's awesome. That's really cool. 12 years. Congratulations on that. That's a long time. Thank you. Yeah, we've been through um, a lot of member changes, as you can imagine, Mm -hmm. in the 12 years. So I've been with the band for five years. Our drummer's been with us for two, or our singer Brandon has been with us for one. But there are two original uh, members left still hanging in there. (laughs) That's awesome. How did you get connected with the band? What's your background in like? Um, yeah, I, I grew up in church leading worship in Peoria and kind of changed my life around drastically after I got divorced. And at age 30, I just moved to Nashville to pursue music if music was there to be pursued. And about a year after moving, I got a call that this brand new uh, band that had just gotten signed was looking for a female singer. And so that's how I got connected with them. And it's hard to believe it's been five years. since. That yeah, time. that's so cool. Well, you just released your album, Faithful God. It's so good. I was listening to it the other day. Man, thank you. Really enjoy it. It's very, it's very timely. I feel like 
I really like the song The Well and Faithful God are so good. What was the songwriting process like for it, for the album? Yeah, it thankfully it all happened sort of right before the world shut down. So we we finished writing, I think in January or February. It all happened really pretty quickly. Um, but we had been talking for a long time about what we wanted this third album to be about. And the last album we did was called Trial and Triumph and was kind of coming from that point of vulnerability saying like that's sort of where the song scars came from we've been through a lot we're still here we're reframing our history into something that'll be glorified as a testimony but entering into this new season i mean we're we were feeling like we wanted to sing about the promises of god and just sort of the fruition and what comes on the other side of faithfulness and um sort of the fruits of that of that steadfastness of us as believers and also of, of God as our, you know, provider. So that is um, the mindset we went into writing with. And we wrote, um, as we always do, with a lot of different people, I think all in the Nashville area. But there are just so many crazy talented songwriters and artists here. We wrote one song with Matthew West and ended up featuring him in the song as well. Um, a lot of the other songs are just with our favorite, our favorite songwriters in the area. So... Uh, that's kind of how how we came up with a 10 song record nice yeah that song with Matthew West is great as well so you wrote it right before everything so that's that's kind of perfect that that worked out what was it like to prepare for an album and like release an album like I know it's been a couple months we're getting a little more used to it but still it's still a weird time what was it like to release an album during this it was it was a lot of logistics just to figure out how to record this music um so there were days in the studio when we were kind of like passing ships only one of the five of us was allowed in the studio at a time and sanitize everything afterward and everyone else would be listening in on this like weird uh, pro tool streaming thing they had set up and then literally we'd text each other like, okay, I'm about to walk out. Like you can walk in from the parking lot and get into the studio and then do your part. So it was, it felt a little detached like that, but I think we're all kind of figuring out how to get by and how to adapt um, Mm -hmm. to the situation we're in. So by the end of it, once we all were like, you know, getting tests and making sure we're all clear and good to go, we were able to be in a room together and kind of work through the final arrangements and finishing touches. But the recording process was a little bit, isolated but yeah that's interesting being a part of a band and having like an isolated recording process it Uh, is we've done some promo stuff though to where we've recorded some videos and that's just a matter of everyone getting their temperature taken when we walk in and everyone wearing masks but the band and so it's just (laughs) sort of just moving forward cautiously but optimistically good yeah that's good you got to do some stuff together for sure yeah as a band or for yourself, what's like the main topic or theme that you want listeners to take away when they listen to the album? Hmm. I would say, honestly, we, we titled the album after the song Faithful God, which when we wrote it was not about COVID or quarantine or this oddball of a year that 2020 is, but has felt applicable in this time because the message of that song, honestly, is that God's character doesn't change even though literally everything else around us might change yeah we can have faith because we know 
that something is unchanging. There's only one thing that is unchanging and that's God. And we can look to scripture and see that God has been faithful throughout time. And so um, that's sort of, that's our, that's our true north. That's our grounding point. That's um, ultimately the message that we wanted to share through this album is, is like, there's hope to be found. And I think like, like I said, even though we didn't write it for this season, it's feeling applicable now. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. When you listen to it, it sounds like it was written for this season, but I think that's because God is faithful in all seasons. That's right. Hopefully Uh, it's an album that transcends and uh, is suitable for whatever comes next. Definitely. Do you have a favorite song on the album? Yeah, I mean, it changes, but right now I'd say probably found my freedom just because we got to have Matthew West on that. And that was, there's kind of a cool through line with him and that when the band first um, transitioned from being a worship team to an actual band was when someone reached out to them and said, uh, Matthew West is coming to your area of Nevada. Would you like to open for him? And they said, yes, we'd love to, but we don't have any original songs. And so um, they real quick wrote a bunch of music and then ended up performing that as they opened up for Matthew West. So that would have been, you know, 10 years ago, maybe. And we got to tour with Matthew last Christmas on a Caleb Christmas tour and ended up like finally getting to know him in person and then wrote with him about a month later. And that ended up being the song. And once we showed it to our friends and to the label, we just knew like, we have to get Matthew singing on this thing. And mm-hmm. he was, he was happy to do it. So that's just kind of one of those cool um, stories of, of sort of something that we weren't expecting coming through and, and kind of like the story of faithful God, just like God planting seeds of, of hope or of inspiration and then us being faithful and God showing that, you know, faithfulness years later. Hmm. Yeah. That song, it's definitely really cool and a really like true song that you can just sing anytime. So if you haven't heard it, please go check it out. Uh, What makes you guys work as a band? Like what, it seems like you're all pretty close and yeah. What, what's it like to just be a part of this band with four other members and yeah, Yeah. you guys work. We all really like each other, so that helps. Good. (laughs) But we spend a ton of time together. I liken it to being with your siblings all the time or being married to four other people um, (laughs) because we have seen each other on our best days and seen each other on our worst days. And there was a turning point for us, and I think that was the, the most helpful thing of when, and I know it was a trend, but we took the Enneagram and mm-hmm. found out what each of our numbers are. And it was, it kind of opened up this door into each other that previously, if there were personality differences, it just seemed, you know, you, you find someone that sees something completely different than you and it's just irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once you understand like, oh, this is how they see the whole world. Well, then you can love and embrace that and find new ways to connect and um, communicate together. So there are five of us in the band. Each one of us is has a completely different personality type. But as we progressed, kind of like a a mature marriage or a fine wine, we've gotten better with time and uh, are at a good place now where we we know each other, we love each other, and we also respect each other. So if someone's having a day, you know, we're just, we, we know how to give that person their space or circle around them or whatever they need. But yeah, it's, it's like a big family, I'm sure. 
as a worship leader, a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we at Loop Community, we took the Enneagram probably in February. Like we, we watched a bunch of videos on it and then all kind of figured out what we were. And it was, it was like that. We were like, oh, that's why when I give them a project and say it's due tomorrow, they don't know what to do. <laughs> like they need help or like I need to give them a project and say it's due in two weeks and then it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, or like it, it was helpful for ourselves too. Cause it was like, oh, that's why I do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So like for an example, I'm a six. And so like, I think about every single thing that could go wrong um, and everybody else can find that annoying when they present an idea. And I'm like, well, actually, I don't know if we should do that because of this, 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 this. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's a good idea. So that was great. I get it. We've got a six in our band and it's the, uh, thankfully it's our, our production manager, our, our tour manager. So that's the person who needs to be thinking of all possible scenarios. So it's helpful. Actually. That's definitely a good person to be that for sure. So the last few months, you kind of talked about how they've been as a band. Um, but I like asking people just what it's been like personally and how you what you've learned. Um, I think so much of it has been viewed as negative. But for me personally, I've actually learned a lot the last couple months and learned how to just be with myself a little bit more and not around people as much and just learned a lot of different things and spent more time with God, which is great. So just wondering, like, how have the last few months been for you? Like, what have you learned? Yeah. Man, we've all been adapting, but I felt like, especially in the early, the first few months, I felt like the only one who was having a good time in quarantine. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird to say, but I'm in, um, I'm a touring musician and I'm just not home very much at all. And last, last October, so just about a year ago, I got married and bought a house and became a stepmom. Thank you. And literally the day after I got married, I went, I was between two tours. So I went Mm -hmm. from ending one tour and got home on like a Monday or Tuesday, got married on Wednesday and then left for another tour on Thursday. So having, (laughs) having to put the brakes on everything in March actually was super welcome. Mm -hmm. And um, my husband is incredibly gifted with a lot of things, but he's a musician as well. And he knew how to do online shows. And so we quickly transitioned. We did a series of ticketed online shows from our house. So we just moved all of our band gear up and, you know, into the living room of my house and, um, and just continued to do it that way. So I feel like for, for people that um, are used to adapting, I think this has been a kind of an invigorating time, Yeah, (laughs) but Personally, I am slower to adapt, and I know it's been difficult, especially for a lot of a lot of the folks in our band. We have some people who, you know, aren't married with kids, and it, it can be a very isolating time. But this has been a time of intention, I think, with us just to check in on those people and um, to make connections, and you know, go for a socially distanced hike together or something. You know what I mean? It's been, you know, I think there's always there's always going to be really weird seasons in our life. This happens to be one that we're all going through at the same time. Yeah. But normally everyone's kind of going through an up or down of their life at different times. So I think this is good. It's, it kind of reminds us of um, how everyone can feel at a, at a certain time of their life and, and just to lean in and connect with people more intentionally than you, than you otherwise would. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. That's really cool that you guys were able to adapt and do shows from your house. I saw 
a few different artists doing that. And I saw that you guys were doing that. That's really cool. Someone just asked, are you guys doing anything for Christmas? Um, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I know. Almost seems like it's too early still, but also it kind of feels like I'm ready to jump in because it's something new. <laughs> for Christmas, I know. So. I know. My sweet family, my, um, my nephews and niece and brother and his wife who live in Illinois just found out that their aunt was um, diagnosed with COVID. And so they couldn't go trick or treating or anything. And so they set up their Christmas tree on Halloween instead of of Halloween related things. So I think it's something where uh, it's going to be a long, happy season of celebrating Christmas for maybe two or three months. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the weather in Chicago is starting to get there too. So mm-hmm. it's starting right. to feel a little bit more like it. Just last question for you. Now that Faithful God's completed and it's released, what's next for I Am They? Do you have plans for what's next or just kind of waiting? Yeah, that's a great question. We never really have. We're not, um, we're maybe not a typical band in that we didn't intend to be signed to a label or release albums. We've always come to this as uh, worship team essentially mm-hmm. so we've been blessed to kind of get to see the side of the industry and the business and what it's like to write with others and put out records but ultimately what propels us forward is just getting to be with other people and worship so that's honestly all we really ever look forward to it's very exciting i don't want to say that super exciting to write and create and release a record and play our new songs and um worship together with people and hearing them sing those songs back with us but um ultimately whatever whatever comes next i just hope we get to be out there with with people that's awesome that's a great heart to have when you just view it from a worship perspective. I feel like as a band, that's got to be helpful instead of viewing it just from an artist perspective. It definitely is because this is a weird industry, sort of the 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 place where worship and music and belief mm-hmm. cross over with business and money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit awkward. So I think anything that you pursue, if you if you come into it with the right heart you're you're okay if god blesses it or if god steers you into another area you're like okay well that was fun and we're just continuing to have fun and feel like we're doing what we we were meant to do for as long as it's here for us to be doing that's awesome well abby thank you so much for joining us today it's great just getting to hear your heart and more about the band Uh, For anybody watching, you can download the master tracks for the entire album of Faithful God on Loop Community. Lead these songs at your church. They're great. Um, So be sure to check that out. Go listen to the album. Yeah, it was great getting to talk to you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Derek. Stay warm up there. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good day. All right. See ya. Thanks for joining us on the Loop Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.